Hi everyone, this is Dr. Brittany Winner. I thought I'd make a kind of different kind of episode here. I know this is my second recorded episode um, where I talk a little bit about who I am and why I chose to do what I did in terms of um, this sounds like this sounds like a different kind of confession. No, I didn't murder anybody and no, I never will. Um, basically why I decided to get a PhD in pharmacology and toxicology instead of pursuing a master's degree in forensic toxicology. So this, this goes all the way back to my journey as a young true crime enthusiast back when I was in high school. Um, I was obsessed with the books written by Patricia Cornwell where um, they're fictional books, but they're about this medical examiner named Dr. K. Scarpetta. And I was obsessed with them because, you know, in a fictionalized story, Case Carpetta is, you know, an FBI agent, but she's also a pathologist and she basically did all the jobs, right? Like I wanted to be a badass lady who solved crimes and, you know, all the, all the things, right? Just like TV, a lot of people talk about they are interested in forensic science because of CSI, right? Um, it's, it's the same gist. Well, um, you know, I didn't want to become a medical examiner because that was a lot of school. You had to go to medical school for four years and then after that, you know, like... And that's after, you know, undergrad. So you got four years of undergraduate education where you major in biology or pre-med or whatever. And then you have to do another four years of school and then you've got residency and all that. And I was like, yeah, I don't like school that much. So I don't want to do that. So I want to do forensic science. And that's why I joined the forensic chemistry program at uh, Sam Houston State University in Huntsville, Texas. So you probably never heard of it because it's a small state school. Um, I'm originally from Texas. So I decided to go to Sam Houston State because it was pretty close to home and they had the kind of program that I wanted. Um, also, I could take additional classes so that my degree um, would be accredited and recognized by the American Chemical Society. And so not only was I getting a forensics degree, I was getting a legit, you know, with a capital L, legit chemistry degree at the same time. So um, started there at uh, Sam Houston State, affectionately known as Sam. So we called it Sam. So I love Sam. Um, the campus is beautiful. The town is beautiful. I met so many wonderful friends um, and um, my best friend there. And the Department of Chemistry and Forensic Science um, are wonderful at Sam. The chemistry building is known as the Chemistry and Forensic Sciences Building. So just to give you an idea of how closely intertwined those two um, departments and uh, programs were. So even though there wasn't really a undergrad forensic science degree, people who wanted to do forensic science would come and major in forensic chemistry, and we were getting a chemistry degree. This is all kind of unlikely for me as a person because um, I grew up always thinking that I was terrible at math. Um, you know, my mom would tell me that she was terrible at math and therefore I was probably terrible at math. Um, it never really came very easily to me. And so therefore I didn't think that I could do something like chemistry. Um, and also in high school, um, I actually hated chemistry. I, I very much disliked my teacher and, um, did just did not have a good time. And so what was funny was my teacher, I believe on the last day of class when I was a senior, because even though I hated chemistry, I took AP chemistry or advanced placement chemistry. My AP chemistry teacher told me, I bet you're going to major in chemistry in college. And I was like, no, there's no way. Well, yeah, you know, 
it happened. <laughs> I was majoring in forensic chemistry, um, which meant that I still had to take the basic classes such as, you know, intro to, you know, chemistry. And then there was organic chemistry, which um, if you've ever taken an organic chemistry class or heard about, you know, know somebody who's taken an organic chemistry class, they're very difficult. Um, all of these classes came with labs as well. So the labs are also difficult, but fun. Um, but the, the real challenging classes came with the analytical chemistry courses and the quantitative analysis courses that um, I ended up taking. And um, those were kind of eye-opening in terms of what a career as a forensic scientist would be like, because forensic toxicology really is analytical chemistry. So a lot of the ways that forensic toxicologists looked for chemicals in blood um, are through analytical chemistry methods, whether they're um, enzyme-related techniques like enzyme-linked immunosorbent assays, assays or ELISAs, um, kind of the same way that a, um, a pregnancy test works, that's a sandwich ELISA, um, to different methods such as mass spectrometry, whether that's you know, gas chromatography or liquid chromatography, uh, mass, mass spectrometry. So... Um, I started to realize that forensic toxicology is analytical chemistry. And while I love analytical chemistry, um, I didn't see that as being something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life in a lab. Well, about my junior year, um, I had this wonderful biochemistry professor named Ilona Petrakovics. Uh, shout out to Dr. Petrakovics. She noticed that I was doing well in her class um, and she actually approached me and asked me if I wanted to participate in some undergraduate research in her lab. And I was, you know, excited about that. And I said, sure, I'd, I'd love to. Um, and I joined her lab as an undergraduate technician. Um, and she was actually funded through the Department of Defense, or DOD, to do cyanide research. And what the lab was doing was trying to come up with a new antidote for cyanide poisoning. And if you've listened to my first episode about how cyanide works, you'll know that cyanide is an incredibly toxic and potent chemical. Cyanide is also a huge concern to the Department of Defense for obvious reasons. Well, I found the research very interesting. And um, one day, my professor, Dr. Petrakovics, and my mentor, really, um, took me aside and said, have you ever thought about a PhD in toxicology? And uh, I just kind of looked at her and I said, no, not really. Um, so Sam Houston State University is, is a relatively small-ish university and doesn't offer PhD programs in chemistry or biology or, or even, you know, toxicology. The highest degree that you can get there in biology and chemistry is a master's degree. And so I was planning on applying to the Master's in Forensic Science program at Sam Houston State. But in that moment, I realized that I had a choice and I could do something else. And so I started to look into toxicology programs and I started to talk to Dr. Petrakovics and get her advice about applying to such programs. And um, Really, the more that I thought about it, the more that I realized that I was way more interested in research where every day um, you could be doing something different. And so in the lab, we did things um, such as micelle preparation. Micelles are these cute little, um, basically these oil balls, really tiny microscopic oil balls that you can put drugs in to protect the drugs from 
enzymes or anything else in your body that might break them down. And so we were taking this, this sulfur drug and we were putting the sulfur drug inside of these oil balls and injecting them into mice and then exposing the mice to cyanide to see if the formulation that we've created was right or, you know, just trying, trying to protect these mice from, from cyanide poisoning. And, um, you know, our approach would have to change based on the data. And it was just really exciting to me to work on a project that, you know, A, mattered, um, matters to everyone who's ever been exposed to cyanide or in the future, people who will be exposed to cyanide, because right now there isn't really a great quick antidote um, that works. And B, because you're always growing and looking in different areas. Um, Not to say that analytical toxicology or forensic toxicology um, isn't isn't important because of course it is. We need people to work in labs and run those tests. Um, but for me, I crave novelty and I crave doing something something new, something different because um, my my weird ADHD brain wants to do something new every single day. So um, applied to PhD in toxicology programs, got into a few. Um, eventually chose Michigan State University because I loved all of the people that I met from Michigan State. Um, all the professors, all the students, um, it was just really warm and welcoming. Um, and I was just intrigued by um, the, the way that the program was, was structured. And so um, basically not, not getting into a ton of details, but um, Michigan State University has a long history as well of um, environmental toxicology expertise. And that's something that I was really interested in is um, environmental toxicology and you know, understanding how um, toxicants and toxins that we put in our environment um, also affect human health. And so, you know, long story short, I spent five years at Michigan State University, completed my PhD um, in pharmacology and toxicology with a dual degree in environmental toxicology. My PhD thesis was actually about um, a neurotoxicant model of Parkinson's disease. And so that's where my brain expertise kind of came in and I learned a lot about neuroscience and neurochemistry, um, a lot of high pressure liquid chromatography or, you know, another analytical chemistry technique. Um, it was just kind of a, a match made in heaven for, for my interest and for what I wanted to do. Um, following grad school, I did a short postdoctoral position with the um, U.S. Army Institute for Chemical Defense or ICD, where I was working on projects related to botulinum neurotoxin, which will probably be my um, second episode in kind of keeping with the theme of chemical uh, suffocation, I guess, if you will. Um, And then my other project was looking at um, cannabinoids as potential antidotes for nerve agent-induced seizures in rats. And so um, I did a lot of really cool chemical toxicology work, toxin work, um, which is interesting considering that my whole um, beginning into research was a DOD-funded project on cyanide. Um, I actually met the other investigator um, at ICD who was working on cyanide. So um, anyway, this kind of was my path, my how I ended up where I am and what I'm interested in. Um, I've always loved true crime, and um, turns out I've always loved science and um, toxicology. And so I'm happy to share all of these loves with you, and I hope you find this interesting. So keep listening, please subscribe. And, um, oh, by the way, I didn't mention this in my intro or anything, but I'm intending to keep this podcast completely ad free. Um, I don't really need to make any money off of it. I know that sounds ridiculous. 
Um, but it's, it's going to be more a labor of love. And, um, you know, I honestly get a little bit annoyed when I have to skip through ads or sit through ads on my favorite podcast. So if that's an incentive to keep listening, great. Sounds good to me.